morning, you bad, beautiful bitches. You real special treat here. Actor, comedian, TikTok maniac on the internet. Ian Brownhill sits down on the No Limits podcast. Sit back, relax, hugs and kisses. Love you. You did a similar move that I did for the ring shopping, which was oh, yeah. you you have her go and pick it out. Yep. Which, bro, A-list, all-time move. <laughs> you are a, a hot take. You're a bozo if you pick out the ring and don't consult your significant other, okay? Yeah. Boom. <laughs> Clip that one up, really. Yeah. All right? Like, it's, it's, I couldn't recommend it enough. And when you said you did the same thing, I was like, oh. Now we can also blurp that out because I don't know if she knows that a ring is coming. So yeah, we can, I mean, it, like she knows, but we haven't. I haven't like set a date in my mind right. or like that. So she knows it's on the way, but like she has, she doesn't know ex- the exact day I'm going to do okay, it. Okay, hell yeah, stuff. So hell yeah, that part is still like a is still a secret. But yeah, it just made it so much easier. Yeah, because like the way to go. I just like immediately my male ego was like, I'm going to know what to do, and then I started looking. I was like, dude, this is going to be on our finger forever. I'm. It's going to be so. It's the ego check of being like, I'd rather you just get this now than me pick this. We show the world, and then a month later, you're like, hey, by like, the way, can we, can, can we go fix this? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Can we? Uh, Could you imagine? You propose, you're covered in barf. Yeah, and like everyone sees the Is ring. Is that then bad? Three, I mean, the internet's brutal, too. They notice everything. Oh three weeks God, later, yeah. um, that's not the ring that was in the picture, Ian. Yeah, like, 100%. <laughs> so. And it, dude, that, that, you're so right. That uh, I went in there as a guy that uh, can't even spell clarity, you know, and they're like, oh, what, what kind of clarity would you like? What kind of cut? And I'm like, so, and I'm like, <laughs> I didn't even know that. I'm like, defer to, you know, my counterpart here for all those answers. So yeah. I'm like, I'll, you let me know. What this <laughs> Do you want a out. pearl? I'm like, no, no, I'm here for a diamond. They're like, no, pearl's a cut. Right. Like, okay. Is it? Yeah. I was like, sure, great. We have more keys. So yeah. Where's he working? I don't know. Uh, another <laughs> hot take for you. Yes. Which I think we're going to align on this. Fingers crossed. Yes. I saw a video on this, so I think we'll be best friends after yeah. this. <laughs> Your lobster roll. Yes. Hot or cold? I'm a hot guy. Yes! I'm a hot guy. Like, Cold, cold lobster is like it's so it's so finicky. It has to be done so right. Yeah, it has to be like the time of day. And here's the difference: a cold lobster roll feels like a snack to me. Mm. A hot lobster roll feels like a meal. It's a dinner. Yeah, yeah. Like I like when I eat a hot lobster roll, I could do maybe one or two, and it feels filling. But like right. a cold one, I feel like okay, you gave me the appetizer. Like, oh, gr- where's great yeah. salad? But can I have my meal oh, now? You right. know what I mean, <laughs> I am so. Are you hot or cold, Hurley? I kind of like cold. Oh, man. There's always one in the group. Now um, hiring a producer here at Nolan's yeah. Podcast. <laughs> get out. Yeah, I'm with you on that. That uh, I've had them both. Love them both. But, man, I could I just cozy up and do a yeah. hot lobster yeah. roll. Oh. Plus, I'm like, I'm so weird. Like, I'm not a huge, like, I'm not, I don't love mayonnaise. Yes, okay. You know, yep. what, like. And my girl checks me on this all the time because she's always like, you know, I put mayonnaise on all your sandwiches. I'm like, yeah. She's wearing like a mayonnaise face mask. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, yeah. I was like, when it's on the bread, it's like a little bit. Okay, fine. Yeah. But like when you eat like a cold one, that thing is like mushed and covered in it. Yeah. Same with like tuna. And I'm like, "Mm, yeah, a little bit I can take, but not too much. Yeah. hundred percent. But a hot one, smother me in that Kerrygold butter. Yeah. See? Salted. What is the, you mentioned earlier, what is that, the company you, uh, is it you partnered with down on Rhode Island? Yeah. Is that the, where was that video taken of the, um, you did a couple, but you did the lobster roll yep. one on there. And then I saw like the clam chowder, clam chowder video. One, yeah. Is that the, what's it? Is it Iggy's? Is that yeah, it's called Iggy's. Iggy's. Okay. Yeah. So I oh, grew yeah. up going there. I grew up yep. in the, the Warwick Neck area. Um, well, my mom's from Warwick Neck in the Warwick, Rhode Island area. Yep. I went to school in the area as well. So I grew up going to Iggy's all the time. Gotcha. And then they were actually one of the first companies, um, 
that reached out to me about creating content. Oh, let's go. Yeah. And it was like the very first one really. And it was because I was making Rhode Island related videos. Right. And they were like, Hey, why don't you like come in? And uh, when I was done, I was like, there's no way I can do this. I was like, I don't know how to come up with these videos. Yeah, like, yeah. I was like, these people believe in me way too much. Yeah. Like I'm an actor. I'm not like a content. I'm right. not an influencer. Right. I only got a, you know, a couple hundred views here and there. Mm-hmm. Like nothing had really taken off yet. So I was definitely like second guessing myself a lot, but yeah. they pushed the needle. They followed up with me again three months later and I did wow. it. And then like, these guys are, I swear they're like family. The guy that Dave that's in them all the time, yep. he's the funniest. Like, we have such a good time. It seems that in your videos, like it, I'm always looking for, you know, like um, you probably know this actually coming from like the acting world. Like I'll constantly look at like extras yeah. in videos. That's my favorite. You know what I mean? It's I can't watch a movie now without seeing the guy like with a broom and the broom's not even touching the ground, yeah. you know? And he's like, <laughs> I'm always, and it seems like all the extras, like all the, staff, owners, co-owners, everyone seems like one big family in there. Like oh, it yeah. really seems like oh, a yeah, great... absolutely. It's a it's a tight-knit group because Rhode Island is such a transient place, so the summertime it really gets popping. So yeah. everyone just like, you know, a lot of restaurants is what happens. Everyone comes home from school and yep. then everyone's just in their each other's space seven days a week yeah, for hours right. on end. So you gotta like, you know, it's like those reality TV shows. Yeah, where it's just totally. Like you throw a bunch of strangers into a room and they all become friends. That's kind of how it yeah. happens. So. It's like loosely the plot of the, re- the real world. Yeah, exactly. You know? <laughs> I don't want to say they stole Eight it from strangers. me. But, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think MTV owes you a check. <laughs> yeah, pretty sure. How did you... I know you said you got started in acting. How did this all start? And when did this all start? Like, give us the early days of your career and kind of the acting and, and sure. then transition to the influencer space. All right. So I came back. Um, so when I was about like 21 to 23, 24, I had lived in Miami. Oh, so go. I was doing personal training for Equinox. Stru- oh my God. This makes- <laughs> and I was mostly in sales really. So I went down there to be a personal trainer. Okay, gotcha. I was doing bodybuilding and I was in the fitness industry. Steroid free yeah. as you can tell. Obviously. Yeah. I, 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 for those listening and on view, I'm, not, I'm having struggling <laughs> making eye contact. Very attractive human. On I, the other I'm side very intimidated by the tank top. Kept to <laughs> wear. It was so <laughs> strange. It's 80. I was going to wear, I had like basically a similar shirt. Yeah. And I was like, I shouldn't go cut off. I sweat so much. Yeah. And it's as probably as you can feel, it's a little hot in the studio here. Yeah. So I, I'm like, oh, I gotta go take. I have to be that guy today. It's I like 85 it. and 100 degrees of humidity in here. <laughs> Had know? I known that, I would have done the same. See, there um, we go. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I moved back from Miami, um, as everyone, mostly from New England, does. You you go somewhere and you come back. Yeah. And um, I was kind of in between. Uh, I had had some ex- uh, my most of my experiences in the sales world. Yeah. So I came back and I went back into the finance, banking, and basically sales and banking. And um, actually, my mom ironically has a a very good friend who is a hairdresser on set. She's been on movies oh, wow. for years. And my mom had done background extra. Uh, oh, work let's before. go! Holy shit! Um, on like short, small films, she would hit up my mom, be like, "Hey, they need a couple extras." So, uh, yeah, if, if you interview my mom, she's a huge personality. She'd be the first one to say, "Well, Ian is only it's only because of <laughs> <get> moi." It. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, but it's the truth. And um, there was one day that they were filming background work at Fenway. Uh, for the catcher is a spy, which was a Paul oh, Rudd okay. film about the Red Sox player who played, who was a spy for like the government. Oh, but also here we go. An MLB player. Yep. And I did it and I was like immediately hooked because I had done theater growing up. Yeah. I was in the arts program in my high school. Um, my girl always makes fun of me because I played basketball and I did arts. And she was like, this I is like high school musical. And I was like, what? And I had never seen <laughs> yeah. it. And then I watched, I was like, okay, I got to stop telling they people. They owe this. you a check. Is what, two checks. <laughs> Real world. What's up? High school musical. What's up? So God. once I actually saw it, I was like, oh my God, I got to, I really have to stop telling people you gotta this. Because I can't sing or dance. You got to get your head in the game. Um, 
Yeah. And then honestly, it was like a bug from there. I just yeah. started hustling and figuring out ways to get involved. And, um, you know, prior to COVID, I had just joined the Screen Actors Guild Union. And Ooh, I, what is that? So SAG is the union that is correlated with um, actors, actresses. Oh, wow. So like every um, in the acting world or in the movie world, there yep. are different unions, you know, for like directors, writers. SAG has been on like strike for like five or like oh, four or five right. months now. It's a so huge the whole thing. writer strike. Yeah. Yeah. So um, so I I had joined the union and I started doing background work on a lot of movies. And then, you know, when you're an up and coming actor, most of your bread and butter is student films, short films. Okay. Yeah. So I've been up at all the colleges here in Boston. Right. I did a bunch of student films with them. Hell yeah. Made a lot of good friends and and you know. I think that's one of my favorite parts of student films is you meet a lot of yeah, upcoming directors the and they're so that, creative and yeah. you get to meet so many awesome people. And then, um, having been, having, excuse me, having been in Miami, I really wanted to get on the fitness trend yeah, with Instagram. Right. So I tried it, but I was like, okay, I'm not on steroids and like, right. no one cares. Everyone's like, okay, whatever. Just another guy in shape. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't have the charisma for the fitness thing. And, uh, when TikTok started, it was, you know, a couple months before COVID and I was kind of paying attention to it. And I was like, okay, I missed YouTube. I mm -hmm. missed Instagram. I missed Vine. Right. I was like, I was like, this could be the it's thing. Another wave. And I was like, you know what? Why don't I just start making videos? And yep. I was watching for months and I was like, oh, these are good. But I was like, people got to think of Vine. They got to come up with like yeah. original shit. It could be funny. Um, and then anyways, I just started doing it. And then, you know, I, I always say this in such a regretful tone. I don't know if you had the same experience, but COVID hit. Yeah. And I, and I took off and I hate to say it cause I'm like so many people struggled and it's not like I didn't struggle. I mean, right. I lost my job, right. my day yep. job and I had acting as a backup, but that was completely shut right. down. I mean, Hollywood's got some of the strictest COVID rules yeah. that there were. Right. Seriously. So I wasn't working at all. I'm collecting unemployment and I'm home and I'm just like, I'm going at it with these videos and yep. I'm trying and, you know, and on top of the fact that like, you know, I'm in a small one bedroom apartment with my girl who's like, oh my God. <laughs> Stop talking please to your phone. Yeah, pl please. How many ring other. lights do we have? <laughs> <laughs> we don't even have real lights anymore. <laughs> yeah. And, and that just, turns on a lamp. It's a ring light. <laughs> I think I only use natural light for like the first couple of months. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, and then I struck gold with, I mean, I was creating my new England character. And if you watch my beginning videos, um, you know, especially, I mean, you think my accent's bad now. You should have seen it when I was first trying it out. It was awful. Um, <laughs> And then, you know, I struck gold with snow hitting yeah. on the yep. day before Halloween. Yes. And that was a video that just kind of put me on the, the map. The car one, right? Yeah. Yes. That's the one I originally saw. Yeah. In my flip-flops too. So yes. my flops have become yep. like my slogan. Yep. But like, I, I kid you not, I think it took me like six hours to defrost after that video. Yeah. My, my feet were Was that a one-take thing or were you like, I got to get this yeah, right? It had to have taken me 40, 50 takes. <laughs> I mean, I was outside and my neighbors were all concerned. Keep brushing snow in your car again. Yeah, exactly. It literally, that's what I was doing. <laughs> yeah, I was yeah. picking it up and dumping it on the car because I was like, I got to get this right. And everybody's like, Every, everything okay over yeah. there? <laughs> Luckily, it's... I was in one of those uh, communities that had, um, respectfully, some older folks. So oh, there we go. They might have had their hearing aids. Right. <laughs> they are probably sleeping. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Dude, uh, that you're so right, though. In that moment of time, like season one of COVID, because mm -hmm. we're in the same boat, I also got fired from my day job, was was loosely doing TikToks, like mm -hmm. like very sporadically here and there. Right. And you're, you're so spot on. It was like a moment in time we could all slow down and be like, all right, let's analyze our life choices. Like what, what, where can we pivot to next? Right. And then boom, yep. everyone seemed to, everyone in my little community, even like 
who weren't on social just just had a their own business. Mm. Same with that. Everyone's just like at home buying like add to cart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> swipe, swipe, swipe. Like it was such a moment in time, you know. Mm. Yeah. yeah, it was it was definitely an interesting time. And you know, I mean, when I started TikTok, I was mostly for a creative outlet. Yeah, and I just I was doing acting stuff. I was dressing up as all the characters of The Office. I was parting my hair like Dwight Schrute. I'm doing full on voiceover reenactments of these scenes from Friends yep. and New Girl. You know, and I created a following, and it was like a fun community. There, they was like so supportive. Yeah. But once I once I tried doing my own like original content is is when I started to get yeah. a little bit lucky. How'd you find? I'm always curious how people find their groove and kind of their own niche in such a loud space. Like when you did that, that video of you brushing snow off a car in flip flops in the snow, mm. was that like premeditated or were you like, that was probably like my fourth, fifth, 14th or 15th video of my new England character. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Yeah, I had had one other one do kind of successful, like 200,000, right. which for me, I was like, <laughs> Calling mom. Yeah, I was like, Mom, what, what kind of mansion do you want? I yeah. got you covered. <laughs> yeah, 200,000 exactly. views. Marble floors, or what are we thinking? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, you know, and yeah, so when when the snow started, um, I do sit down and I do think, I'm like, okay, subject-wise, what can we do? Right. So where I'm at now is I can, I riff more yeah. than, than ever. But when I first started, it was like OCD. But the problem is, is it creates such a block for me when I try and stronghold myself to scripts. Right. And like physically writing, you're saying. Right. Yeah. 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 And it makes it so much harder because then I'm like, I don't feel myself in the moment. I feel robotic. Yes. And 100%. which is ironic because I consider myself an actor. And right. it's like, yeah, I suck at scripts. <laughs> it, but I just, you know, it it was better for me to just kind of at this point to just kind of riff on what's going on during the day. Right. So that's why some, some most of my videos are kind of what literally has happened in the last 48 hours in New England. Right. I see. That's so the way for me, at least. So this is why I like never went the I and I it's funny I love consuming skits yeah especially like early days like Key and Peels oh like my God, we yeah. were like like the high school days and Key and Peels were hot The Office like yeah. less of a skit more of a show but those things that are written out I know they're written out and I still love them right but for me same deal creatively I'm like oof if I write out a joke and then if I have to say it like we do videos now if mm. if we can't get it on the first or second shot I'm like we're out not working it's yet. not we'll try again later right like because then i when i play it back i can see it in my face that i'm now like staged it's not who i really am yeah. we're not catching like the moment right as if there's just a camera like on our hip you know right. which is always what i'm trying to go for right 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 yeah that's um i'm always interested in like influencers and actors creative process because i'm the same way once i get like a pen and paper in my hand mm. i'm like oh man yeah it definitely always it starts with an idea yeah so <clears throat> You know, like I posted a video yesterday and I try and I try my best not to be repetitive and I try to fluctuate back and forth. I keep the staples, you know, like the bad weather, yeah. the traffic. I keep yep. those involved. My Duncan always, I'm always mentioning my yes. Duncan. Yeah. Um, you know, but it usually just starts with like a simple idea and then I just kind of develop it from there. Yeah, I like and, that. And so it takes me a few takes. I am a perfectionist to yep. a fault. My ADD, that's like one of the worst <laughs> traits I have with it where I'm just like, well, you know, yesterday I, I said my first time I was like, oh, you can go up to Vermont. And then I was like, and then the next one I was like, yeah, so if you go to Vermont, and I'm like, okay, those You're are like, two different Vermonts. I got to oh, cancel, cancel. Yeah, there's a minute and a half video that, that was good. Just got to be redone. Yeah. You know, so that's usually why it takes me so many tries. Right, right. But other than that, like, I feel it. Like, that's the benefit of me 
filming alone. Yeah. You know, yeah. but like, I, it, it's not like a coordinated effort. Right. So 100%. I feel bad for you guys having to coordinate that oh, together. That's 100%. gotta be tough. Like I'll, I'll like, it's like a, <clears throat> it's like a volley for serve. I'll say like, okay, here's the word I'm going to try to get you to say. And then that's it. And then it's going, she doesn't know like her, she, there's no lines, right. you know? Cause if, if I, if for me, if I plan it out, I'm like, Oh man. Yeah. <laughs> but it's funny. I love watching like your content. I love, I still love key and peels. Yeah. Like, that's still in my, in my brain. That's like, all, I, I, you're either like a key and peel person creatively where like you're physically writing it down. You might have like a wardrobe mm. or you're like a, you ever watch whose line is it anyway? Oh yeah. That style of comedy to me and who knows behind the curtain, I'm sure that's somewhat scripted or like, you know, Hey, here's our, our eight different segments. We're going to have right, like right. plan accordingly. Right. But the way they just riff on stage like that, I'm yeah. like, yes, that is like, yeah, that's where that's, my creative brain goes to, you know? Yeah. The sketch comedy that those guys offer by being able to just do improv on the spot like that. Yeah. Is incredible. It's amazing. It's such a like muscle in your mind. Right. You know? And it's so funny too. I don't know if this happens, but you know, once you started this, like people might've been hyper, been critical of it, but now it's like, everyone wants to give me ideas. Yeah. You know what yep. I mean? They're just like, oh, well it's a kid's dancing. I'm like, you know, Ian, you know, it would go yeah. viral. And I'm like, Okay, make what do it, please. Yeah, enlighten yeah, me exactly. And so, like you know, like you're saying, it's just it's incredible. Like people don't understand how skilled you have to be to remain calm 100%. and deliver that kind of humor. Yes, you know, without like flubbing a line, screwing it up, and yep. you know, especially if you know it's funny, you get excited because you want to say it. That you're like hundred <laughs> percent. And the the craziest part is like as you are growing and evolving, and maybe people you are inspired by or love start to tune in and follow mm. subconsciously. You're like, you're making the same type of like bit. Yeah. You're like, Oh, so-and-so is going to see this. Like, should I, should I switch this up a bit? Yeah. So staying in your like creative lane that, you know, like there's always that saying of like, you know, what got you here is not going to get you to the next level. Right. Which I think is very true, but right. like, you know, kind of, kind of stay on that straight line creatively is like such a battle. Right. I knew uh, you might have had a similar experience. My, my parents are like old school Irish people. Like, mm. like mom was an English teacher. Oh, okay. Uh, dad was in marketing <clears throat> for a bit and then did, uh, was basically like a, like a banker got into stocks. Okay. Uh, very working class. Yeah. Citizens. So you got like a very straight edge. Type oh of, yeah. Okay. Okay. So Interesting. early days they were like, my dad's like, you know, you're, this is not sustainable. You're going to have to. We are, his go-to line is he's like, we are working class Irish people, which basically means like you're going to work till you die. Yeah. And now he's like, hey, uh, Taylor Swift's going to Gillette. Do you think yeah, any yeah. way you can get this, me and your mom we get some tickets? Yeah, 100%. <laughs> like, look at you, James. Yeah. <laughs> Whole thing. That's so funny. So I'm Irish too. I've been oh, to Ireland four go. times. My mom blames everything on being Irish. Yes. She's like, hits yep. a, you know, she hits a curb. I'm Irish. Yeah. What do you expect? I'm like, ma, what? She's so funny. That time. Yeah. We're Irish. Yeah. It's and, in our heritage. And, um, you know, I, ironically, I had the exact uh, opposite upbringing. Really? So my mom was kind of like, you can do anything. It mm -hmm. doesn't matter. I just want you to be happy. Yes. And I would, you know, I scored like eight points in my high school game. And I was like, my mom was like, Ian, NBA is a real dream. If that's what Move you want, work LeBron. for it. Yeah, exactly. And I'm yeah. like, you know, I could have used a little bit more like, Ian, you're 5'8". Okay. You're running like an eight second, 40 yard dash. Maybe basketball is the thing. You look impeccable for 5'8", by <laughs> yeah. the way. All right? You, like, in my eyes, you're like six foot. Oh, wow. You know what I mean? The energy in here is amazing. Yeah, I'm serious. Like, <laughs> this is doesn't great. he, when he walked in and sat down, weren't you, aren't you now like, this is a, this is a six foot man? 
Well, that's great. I, yeah. I appreciate yeah, that. Yeah. I like that's. I'm always like afraid. That's another reason why I don't want to do the meet and greet. I don't want some people to be like, oh, you're five eight. But I think that's the internet getting to me. You know, 100%. I don't know if you ever end up on that side of TikTok where you just you you, you see all the checklists of all the icks. Yeah, and I'm just like yeah. okay, so don't wear sandals. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like okay, what am I supposed to do in the summer? Just let my feet sweat twenty four seven. Right, hundred percent. Right. They're like, ew, you're five eight. And I'm like, well, this wasn't a choice. <laughs> Eat hot lobster yeah. rolls. I was like, like my mom, my mom's like four ten, so I'm happy that I you're, managed you're to get a five giant eight. when you yeah. go home. Oh my god, yeah. Oh my god, that is unbelievable. Oh, wow, so but yeah. So I had the exact upbringing, and I think that's what makes it possible for me yeah. to, to, you know, have that unwavering belief in my a belief in myself, yeah. and just like put this stuff out there and take those risks. So, yep. what's your like? Where do you, I'm always curious. What are you seeing in the marketplace, like on your feed? Like, mm. what are you seeing that's like really hot and trendy? And then also, out of your career now, what is next? Like, where are you looking to move and pivot towards? Sure. So I would say like most of my pages. I mean. You know, social media, it, the algorithm is so crazy specific. Wild. I mean, I think I looked up a pair of shoes and then like my next nine <sighs> ads were shoes. And I'm like, this is just TikTok. How did, how does TikTok know I want shoes? It's, you know, I paused because I, I didn't know what I was looking. It was kind of my brain didn't wrap around what I was viewing. It was a woman breastfeeding. Yeah. The next 20 videos. Breastfeeding. Boobs and babies. Yeah. I'm like, can this even be on this app? I was like, I paused <laughs> for one second. Because I couldn't make out what was, I was like, okay, that is one. Oh, swipe. <laughs> That's a whole boob. How did you that know, Yeah, swipe. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, I mean, I get an influx of like different things. Um, so I usually tend to like go out of my way. So like when I, I, I check, like Ashley's, Ashley's stuff usually always comes up on my page. Yep. Your stuff comes up, Tommy's and stuff. But other than that, I'll go out of my way to look for other creators. Nice, yeah. So I definitely get a lot of the, all the local guys. Yeah. Because I, you know, cause I, you, know do you, you guys are the ones I engage with the most with like yep. comments and likes. Um, and that's another thing too, is like, even if I watch stuff, I try not to like it too much because then that's all my pages. Yeah. So I almost wish we could like tailor that down a little bit, you know, I, there, there are like settings like on TikTok. I have like hashtags that I say, like, don't show oh, this on my feed. And let me tell you, smart. the first thing it does is show me everything I just said. Don't show me classic. Yeah. You know, like the tab used to be like, click and hold and say, you know, not, not interested. Interested. guess what? Here it is five more times. Boom. It's like, you what? like it now? Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, so I, I, but I, I enjoy just a wide variety of content yeah, okay, and any, like anything and everything. I mean, the more lighthearted, the better. Yeah. Uh, you know, hundred percent politics is the first hashtag I have on there. Do not show me. Yeah. It's like, I, I don't know what to do with the world. It's on fire, but I'm not a fireman. Next video is like yeah. tonight on the debate. <laughs> exactly. It is high stakes. I think I, bl I blocked all the news channels cause I was like, please yes. stop it. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, after. I don't want to say after this, but the whole intention with me behind me starting this as well was to try and market myself and build a brand around my name yeah. for my acting career. Right. And I use this example pretty often when people ask me this. If you look at someone like The Rock, whatever it is, 350 million followers right. on Instagram and TikTok and stuff. You know, these brands used to pay tens of millions of dollars for a 30 second spot on ABC. Right. Now they're paying The Rock $10 million for an entire movie. Right. So they're saving their budget and they're getting 10 times the exposure by just saying, hey, Rock, make sure you plug the movie in your story right. and on your feed today. Yeah. So I'm pretty well aware that if it comes down to me and someone else, when it comes time for a role and they're like, we can't pick and choose, I hate to say it like this, but if I have a following and they don't, I might have a better chance because 100%. they're like, well, this guy can work at us as well. Right. And that's a value. So my intention really always was to try and transition back to the acting, but- yeah. This has become so entertaining and fun for me. Right. And more importantly, I think my biggest flaw, but also the one thing I like the most is I have creative control. Yeah. 
that's the only thing with acting that's always tough because I, I have a tendency to challenge authority. Mm. So like directors, like you should go here. And I'm like, mm, I don't like it. Yeah. I'm like, I don't know if I like that move. <laughs> yeah. That is what is the beauty of the times you and I grew up in mm. is we have complete creative freedom. Whereas like if we grew up even like if we were like in our forties and fifties right now mm. at back in our twenties, we'd have to go to the board of like three or four white dudes in Hollywood. Right. And if they hated you, you were done. Yeah. You'd go back it. to whatever the, you know, banking or whatever the job might've been right. for life. Right. You know, whereas now it's like, you can almost tailor your destiny. You I know? just, I, that's one thing I know for sure is I could never work for somebody else again. Yeah. Right. It is the best feeling in the world. And I don't want to brag, but when you can brag, wake up, when please. you, when you can wake up, when you want, you're always in your sweatpants and yeah. you're walking around your house and like life is like, it's the best feeling in the world. hundred percent. And I like, I, I always knew that I wanted to work for myself and I always knew I just liked the mundaneness of having to do a nine to five for somebody else right. to make 10 times what I am doing less to work. Right. But genuinely, like if there's, if, if anyone ever thinks to themselves, I think I have an idea, just please go for it Yeah. because I promise I like you that. it's going to make your life better. It's not about the money. It's not, but when you don't have to dictate your every move and decision 100%. on someone else's timetable, like it's so bizarre to me when I reflect back, I'm like, I used to ask someone permission to go to the doctor mm-hmm. to take time off. Yep. They used to call me when I was no longer on the clock and say, can you get... No. Yeah. Can't you, do it. No, I can't. Especially <laughs> in that you transitioning from the sales world in I'm sure banking is like oh, brutal. All, I always was in like the tech. I was in, um, you know, I was early days, the uh, GM of a gym back home. Okay. So I was like heavy manager, hiring, firing, okay, and then yeah. pivoted to the sales role in the tech space. Gotcha. Okay. Which was like a li- tech, at least in Boston, is very like. Oh, where whatever you want. Like we have a slide and a ball pit and yeah, cold yeah, yeah, on yeah. tap. And we don't come in on Tuesdays and Thursdays. And Wednesdays we wear no pants. It's kind of quirky, <laughs> but it makes us ourselves. You know what I mean? So there's never like that strict of rules. I can only right. imagine with banking, it was probably like suit and tie every day. Every day. Yep. There's no sneaking out early. Right. You pack a lunchables. Right. And you know, and they're trying to do everything to keep the everything minimum. Paper thin mm. when it comes to employees, right? So I was a banker right. who had to sell mortgages, credit cards, checking, savings. Right. You know, IRAs, CDs, but I also had to work the teller line. Oh, wow. And it was, you know, so I'm like, okay, they're like, well, you can sell over the teller line. And I'm like, I used to do it. Right. But then I'm like thinking to myself, I'm like, if I'm going to the bank and I'm depositing my money, I don't want, and I was 20. I'm like, I'm a 50 year old man. Right. I've got, you know, millions of dollars in my account. I don't want a 20 year old asking me what I'm doing with right. my money. Just take that money and put it in my account, right. please. My you know, you should really refinance, man. Yeah. Have you ever thought about opening a CD at a whopping 0.5% for 48 months? It's like, no. He's like, yeah, so <laughs> have you ever been at a teller line and opened an account? Oh, yeah. And you've seen a copious amount of commas? It's the worst. Is it that? Oh, no, it's the best. Uh, when you like when people will come because and then, they're like multimillionaires yeah. that's just sitting at a bank. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's the best in those moments because you feel like you're the big ham, you're the big cheese. Right. But the reality is, is they deposited $10 million. Yeah. The bank took that $10 million, invested it, turned it into yeah. billions. And by the way, you got $15 an hour, in Good yeah. stuff, brother. <laughs> and the, the commission's good. Oh, um, we actually need you to do another $100 million before we can give you commission. Right, yes. And we don't pay that out for six months. Yeah. So good luck on your rent this month. <laughs> it's like, Dude, that, what you just said right there is at least... Uh, in the influencer space, a world that no one talks about. Like, mm. like I always thought, if I put a dollar in the bank, yep. that exact dollar goes into my little my little drawer somewhere in the back vault and mm-hmm. sits there. Not, not 
gets lended out 10 times, you know, yeah. on the value of that dollar, you right. know, and then plays in the marketplace, you know? Yeah. People, I, I think some people are, are, don't, don't know that their money is constantly being used for that yeah. bank to make money. They think, oh, well, they're making billions of dollars in overdraft fees. Or like they are, but the other billions are coming from the fact that they're playing with your money in the totally. market. Totally. That's why, you know, they have, the FDIC has so many rules and regulations about deposit limits on yeah, accounts. Yeah, right. Because, you know, imagine they lose your $10 million and they can't, you know, you can't go and cash it out. Right. So. And the crazier one is like, which I'm, I'm now probably in the last two years, way more hip to, I used to be like, just like, Oh, just keep every dollar you make. Just keep it in the bank. Mm. Keep it in the bank. Don't do it. Don't touch it. Don't look at it. Just, right. just keep it there. Doesn't exist. Not knowing <laughs> that like, Oh, bozo, like take it out start acquiring assets. You idiot. Like right. that money isn't actually even there anyway. Right. You know, like if I wanted to go get that out this second, I can't do it. Right. You know? Um, yeah, that space is so interesting. The finance world, that's almost probably, do you think you having kind of peeking behind the curtain mm. in the finance world almost made you a little more like like financially literate rather than if you just went from like Miami to the influencer space? Right. Yeah. No, it definitely did. It, it, it just, I guess it, it helped me realize it's, it's a class that should be taught. Yeah. It's a class that should be taught yes. because I mean, again, I was, I mean, I learned it all because I went through training, but a 20 year old explaining to 35 year olds how to apply for mortgages and what credit right. cards are and how they work and what interest rates are is bizarre, right? It's a bizarre thing. So I am definitely grateful that I am like you're saying literate in all of those facets, but you know, it, it doesn't change much in the fact that it's like, you know, checking in savings account yeah. <laughs> going to be the best way to go yeah, for yeah. a lot of people, <laughs> you know, cause it's just, it's, um, it's a ever changing environment. And, you know, all of, uh, regardless of the fact that every bank has now come down, has gotten the government come down on them for yeah. their sales tactics and everything going right. on, you know, everything at one, you know, one point, they're just going to go right back to it. So yeah, they're like, right. Hey, you should really get this credit card. If you ever hear that, take your money out and go to another yeah. bank. <laughs> yeah. Cause it's like, you know, they don't, they don't, they're just trying to give you a number. And I, and I say that spoken as someone who did that and they'd be like, Oh, this person's pre-qualified. I'm like, they're negative $10 in their account. I'm oh, not going to tell them to, to get a credit card. Mm. You know, like it's a sales opportunity. I, it's an opportunity for right. this. No. Because the bank wants them to take out even more money. Right. On credit. Right. So that they, yeah. Right. Interesting. It's like That's they're in here because we overdrafted their account and charged them $40. Right. I'm not going to offer them a credit card. They, right. They're clearly not in the financial space right now. Like, Look at you with a moral compass. You got to have a that little is, bit of a moral yeah. compass, right? I mean, I don't know. I just, I didn't grow up in the most, in, you know, the most affluent or financially totally. stable situation. Yep. So while money is valuable to me, it is kind of more like a, it's a necessity rather than like a, oh, like it's all I think about. It's like, no, I just, if I, if I can pay my bills and eat and right. take care, like I'm good. I right. don't need to be a millionaire. Yeah. I love that. Um, a question for you back on the acting side. Yes. <clears throat> when you, what do you put together? Is it like a, like in the influencer space, you have like a media kit, yeah. you know, shows all your insights, like what you charge, yada, yada, yada. On the acting side, is it a sizzle reel? What do you put together? Yeah, it's to a reel. In the, and then do you blast that out to, like, I'm always fascinated. You put this reel together. Mm -hmm. So I have a couple of questions built into this, but yes. what's in that reel? And then where do I distribute said reel? Yeah. So it's pretty simple. It's basically like a video resume. So okay. you send over your regular stats, resume, height, weight, experience, all that stuff, where you're from, if you're SAG, not, and then you can attach your reel to that. Gotcha. And that reel will be a highlight of any films that you've been in, whether that's action, 
drama, oh, comedy, cool. okay. you know, romance, whatever the genre is. Usually you try and have multiple reels so that you can cater it to what you're applying mm. for. Because it's like, you know, we're looking for the next James Bond. Here's my love story. <laughs> it's you sitting like a whoopee cushion. <laughs> yeah, it's like, exactly. It's like, you know, but, but honestly, even then, and here's another thing that, I, again, I hate to say this, but COVID made a good thing of is, is uh, at home auditions. Mm, because okay. now you have the ability to try different, things it's a lot less stressful right. and you're not like being herded like a sheep like when you go to ca like casting calls you're literally on yeah, a bench what are those of like? 50 guys and like this is new england not only does every guy kind of already look alike yeah but imagine going to an audition where they're like we need a five eight guy with you know brown hair and blue eyes I'm like okay Damn all it. of all of boston shows <laughs> yeah. up so you know you just sit on this chair and then you go in this room and nobody looks up they roll the camera and say name wait height say the lines next you know, really? And then they send those cameras over to the directors. Oh, if there's okay. a director or a casting right. person there, you know, sometimes they'll give you. But now that you're doing it at home, you're not like strong held. Like, okay, I, I have to do it angry. Let me try yeah, different. Yeah, right. And, you know, that part has made it good because then they're not just like, we're not just relying on a reel. Because reels are hard to get yeah. and to put together. You know, and producers, of course, shout out producers. Yep. You know, they deserve their Did money for it, but it's uh, most actors are struggling. Yeah, right. So it's like, you know, if you're doing you know, student films, you're not making money. Right. Or if you're doing short films or even just general background, you're not, you're not wealthy. So you can't yeah. really afford to spend a thousand dollars on a good to reel. Awesome reel. Yeah. You know what I mean? And getting footage and copyrights is always a pain in the butt right. too. So what's the duration of those? Like, are they like, you know, a resume, like ideally is yeah. one page. Is there like a, okay, your reels ideally under three five minutes, three minutes. Okay, yeah. Three, gotcha. three, three minutes is kind of what I've always gone with. Yep, Anything three like minutes that. and under, I think the rule of thumb typically is like five minutes, but I mean, Let's be honest. If they're looking at thousands of people, yeah, they're not gonna they're, yeah, they're, yeah. So that's why, again, that's why it's so important to that first video or first reel needs to like hit the nail on the head. So it's important to have someone. right. So I honestly, just because of TikTok and my ability to edit, my brother is also um, a, a music producer. Oh, fuck so yeah. I spent a lot of time around computers, music, and how yep. to use all that stuff. And my mom was a computer programmer. Like, I know how to just kind of like fix shit quick. So. God, mom is like a Swiss Army knife. Yeah. Actor. Yeah. Programmer. She does, she does it all. That is unbelievable. She does it all. Wow. Yeah. Jeez. And 10 times funnier than I am. So, really? Yeah. She's got a funny bone like you wouldn't believe. So, that's the, yeah. We should have done a, uh, which would have been hilarious, a mother son episode. Here, oh, yeah. You know? <laughs> That's really would have been, been good. That would have been, been good. Yeah. Ever since we started the show, my mom's like, I've had like my twin sister on. Yeah. Uh, so then like I'll get like my older sister who's like, hey, saw the episode with Colleen. <laughs> Love to swing What's in up? there. What's Same with my deal? mom. Yeah. She's like, and I'm like, look at everyone coming around to the whole content idea. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. Oh man, yeah. that's awesome. Yeah, my mom did a video. My mom was in New Hampshire this past weekend. Um, like I said, she's like four foot ten and yep. she's shrinking. And she was with her girlfriends and they had like an SUV. And she had them record her trying to get in the the oh, car. God. And she's like, I can't get my leg up. She's got these little stumpy. And then she calls me the next day. Where's my video? What do you mean? She goes, you didn't post it yet? I'm like, <sighs> you want me to just post it on my TikTok? What do you think? She's like, yeah, post it. People, Please. people are gonna freaking love me. Oh. So, what are, yeah. That could be, I put together, I'll have to send this to you. I put together, it, it sounds like you talked about it earlier too. Yeah. I call it the content wheel. Okay. And it's literally a pie chart of all these segments you do online. You know, so mm. like for me, it's like, it's like uh, right now it's like relationship, accent, flip life, coffee, podcast. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And when I'm getting low on like ideas, I'll go back to the wheel and I'll be like, all right, just posted an accent. Just did some flip life stuff. I love that. You know, what have I not hit yet out, of, out of my like content pillar? Yeah. Mom could be a killer. Yeah. You know, 
eleven percent of that yeah. pie. You yeah, a hundred percent. That's great. And I feel like I never thought about doing it like that, like the pie. But I try and do like similar stuff because you know how it is. It's like you have one, one or two viral videos of right. a particular like your accent yeah. from the flip, and it's like you feel like you have to entertain that scope of followers because they followed you for your flip, maybe exactly. not for you know the accent. Stuff. Right. So it's like. I got to make sure I, you know, right. I, I fill that cup a little bit. It just yeah, like keeps me fresh. I, I've been like sending it out to almost almost any creator we've had on the show. Mm. I'll send it out to afterwards because they'll be like, can I get that? And it's yeah. nothing spectacular. It's literally just on Canva. Yeah, yeah. Picture an actual wheel. And then the background, of course, is like outer space, all these little stars. Yeah. And stuff. <laughs> it's like all these little pillars. But yeah. yeah, you can plug and play and enter in whatever your own, you know, I pillars like are. I like that. That's cool. Yeah, send it my way. I will. I definitely will. Awesome. It just keeps you fresh, yeah. you know? Um, where can everyone find you? I want to make sure we plug you up yeah. fully. Where, where I, can they find you on all Just socials? because of the acting stuff, I operate under my full name. So it's uh, first name's Ian, last name's Brownhill. So Ian period Brownhill. Yep. Uh, TikTok, Instagram, uh, Facebook, um, threads, if anyone uses yep. that. Hello. Um, yeah. I know that was hot. And then it seems like it <laughs> yeah. really tapered off. We, huh? all went, we all went on there and we're like, what is this? Yeah. This is great. And we're like, Post boo. It. Yeah. And then, yeah, I haven't touched it really since. So. How much do you hate Connecticut? Is Connecticut just the worst place? <laughs> so, Connecticut no, blows. Not. Yeah. I, I've done, I've confessed this before, but I, I low-key love Connecticut. Do you? Yeah. At least up to like New Haven. Then it kind of right. splits. Then it really kind of becomes New York. What's that part when you're driving? To, the only time I've been, I've never stopped in Connecticut. Yeah, most people don't. Actually, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll accelerate. I'll drive a little faster. Yeah, yeah. What is that? You're driving from, let's say, Boston to New York City. Okay. And there's that stretch of Connecticut. It's literally just two lanes. And then you come to that big tunnel in a hill. Tunnel in a hill. Two lanes. And it's just, you're just on your way to New York City. And you're like on this like two lane parkway for okay. so freaking long. Yeah, there's. It's not like a. It's basically a highway. I, I think that's a little bit after Bridgeport. So that's like that's deep. Okay. In Connecticut. That's that's New York as far as I'm okay. Yeah. yeah. That's like that's almost New York. Yeah. It's like it's like a really like, it's almost like from Hartford down to New Haven, to the you know to right. the east is New England, and then to the, I mean I guess a little bit, towards like, the top of Hartford on the west side is still because right. it, it's so close to um the top of Massachusetts, but. Yeah, I mean, I, I I love Connecticut. I do. It's beautiful. Yeah. I grew up in Westerly, which is right on the border. Oh, so okay. All my first so jobs are, are Eastern Connecticut, Stonington, Mystic, Waterford. Yeah. My best yep. friend lives in New London, Connecticut. Yeah. All my I got a couple buddies that work at Electric Bow over in yep. Waterford there we go. and all that stuff. So Connecticut is a good spot. But you know, all things considered, it, it's the the comedic part of it is the fact that it's so split because yes. New Englanders identify with our sports. Eighty percent of us do at least. Yep. 100%. And you know. We hate New York sports, yep. and there's a lot of Connecticut people who are New Dude, York fans. So. Your video that detached Connecticut on a whiteboard—it yeah. <laughs> was not only like visually did it absolutely make sense. It, the comedic side of that was like brilliant. I was like, yes, we yeah. actually should. Yeah, where can we? Yeah, do we go to the town hall? <laughs> How do we? Do we need to rally people together? Yeah. I think we can get a protest. Like, going. where is Paul Revere when you need it? it? Just seemed like things were easier to protest back in the eighteen whatevers. Yeah. You know, than it's it like now. you just had an idea. You went out, you started shouting, and everyone's like, yeah, absolutely. I, like that. <laughs> I actually hate England. Yeah, and taxes. And everyone's awesome. like, yeah. <laughs> Well, I mean, I guess that's kind of what TikTok is now, right? That is. You just kind of say it and people just start to, you know, hmm. get after. But, you know, I do have quite a bit of Connecticut followers. So it is always fun to the engaging part of it where people get upset. I always feel bad because there is one or two where people are like, hey, you know, I really like you, but this is starting to hurt my feelings. I'm like, I'm not trying to hurt your feelings. Right. But also, like, it's a state. It's not you. Right. Like, I didn't say Relax. I hated you, Marianne. Like, I just said right. Connecticut sucks. But Like, I'm from I'm from New Hampshire. Okay. New Hampshire gets shit on all day long. Yeah. And I'm not like. 
Don't say <laughs> yeah. that. And I'm like, I'm like from here's like the kicker too. Is like I'm from Rhode Island. I'm not. I wouldn't say that like I'm a diehard Rhode Islander. Right. Like if I'm right. being honest and Rhode, uh, don't clip this. Here we no. go. <laughs> Rhode Islanders. <laughs> I, I mean, Rhode Island as a whole is is kind of overrated. If I'm being honest. Really. Here yeah. we go. Good hot take. I, yeah. I mean, it's like. It, it is. It's it's beautiful. Mm -hmm. It really is. But it is incredibly small. Yeah. I think there's like I don't know the exact numbers. So don't quote me. But there's like 52 towns. Really? We are so small. That 52 is so, towns yeah, in Rhode like, Island. Yeah. It's like it's it's unbelievable. Wow. You know, like even where I grew up in like Westerly, I ca I technically grew up in Bradford, which is part of Westerly, and okay. so is Hopkinton, and so is Ashaway, and it's like it's like. 10 Whoa, square miles. I didn't Why know is there was, yeah. So there's like, and I had, I had like my, you know, my mom has its own zip code, like where my mom's home is yep. where I grew up. And it's like two, not even two miles from my high school, which is Westerly High School. Right. Like, so it doesn't, you know. That is, that seems a little crazy. That is, yeah. uh, wow. Right. And and Holy I just, hell. you know, again, Rhode Island's like the beaches are beautiful, but yeah. the Westerly beaches get bombarded by New York and Connecticut. Right. I joke about it, but that's for real. It's legit. That's legit. And then, you know. Like Block Island is really just all tourists from not Rhode right, Island. It's right. you know, and then the Rhode Islanders who are authentic live there year round. You know, and Providence is good. The one thing I will say is Rhode Island food is all top time. tier. Really, really good food. Here we go. It is incredibly good food. And like I'm Irish, but yep. I mean I grew up eating Italian food. Right? I was okay, Italian. Yeah. so like you know, it, I mean, it was just dirty potatoes. Yeah, I was, I was gonna say oh, like, it's great. <laughs> mashed, yeah, and, and corned beef and cabbage. I wouldn't even say is really like a like it's like a staple. It's like one of those. This is an Irish food, but I was like I've been to Ireland four times. Uh, corned beef and cabbage is not like on yeah, the menu. Right. It's like just they've uh, got regular old food yes. burgers. You know, I think like lamb stew was the only thing that I tried that I was like, oh, you don't see lamb too often in right. the stew, but, and that was delicious. Was Shout scrumptious. out Dublin for that. See? I forget the name of the restaurant, but it was Hello. really good. <laughs> wow. Pretty jet lagged. Yeah. See, I've never been, I've always, I we're so we're from Cork in oh, Ireland. That's where my family's from. Love it. My parents go quite a bit. I've never been. Oh man. You, nah. I got to get over it's there. It's a fat, listen, it's a cheaper and faster flight than going to LA. Yeah. See, I like LA that. Sucks, wow. So. Yeah. Boo LA. <laughs> Boo, right. Boo LA. I'm with you on that dude. Hot take on LA. Boo. Book you. Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Place is trash, but I mean, it's like it's five hours yeah. from Boston, and it's a point. and it's a direct flight. Yeah. And, I, and I, here's the the kicker about Ireland is like, are you going to Europe per se? Sure, but the reality is, is when you get dropped in there, it is no different. It is just Boston right. people with an Irish accent. Right, that's all it is. Yeah. It's like being in Massachusetts. You go to Dublin. <laughs> it's like being in Boston. It's crowded. There's it's multi-diverse. There's culture everywhere, but it's got that authentic Irish feel. And then you go out to Western Mass, yep. and there are acres of <laughs> open land, right, and right. people are really friendly, and they're just like... Oh, sounds amazing. Yeah, and, and, and it's the best. I mean, there, it was picturesque. I saw a rainbow, and then I got stuck behind a herd of cows that were walking down the road. I was like... Best day of my life. I was like, if I accidentally hit a tree right now, and this is it, I'm happy. Braveheart comes riding yeah. over a hill. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I think he was Scottish, but anyway, you get it. <laughs> Wrong twice, give yeah, it. You should, you should definitely go. I gotta I'm, get over there. It's about. I went for uh, St. Patrick's Day. Oh wow! Yeah. Which do they just call that? Yeah, it's still Wednesday. It's, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Is that like the yeah, thing? Yeah. I mean, it was. I'm not gonna lie. The St. Patrick's Day parade here, elite. It is all time. Because, you know, it is a really a U.S. thing that yeah. got invented, but they have kind of carried over and done it. Theirs was a little awkward. It, the parade itself was subpar, but the party before and after was all crazy. Time. Was yeah. Still, that was See, cool. See, that's, I will say, in Boston, that St. Patrick's Day parade, holy shit, there are no rules. You must be exhausted. Like, when I watch those videos of you running around and I'm like, dude, how does he do that? Because that's got to be a couple hours. I was, so the, this, this one, they extended the route. 
So normal, oh the one two years ago was just down West Broadway. Okay. Which was like just the main drag in Southie, and then that's okay. it. This one, freaking, we did West Broadway, Castle Island, then it loops back around the side roads. So it was four hours long. Oh, my God. And we're on this float with a DJ on it. Mm. And, I, dude, I've never felt so old in my life. I'm, I am, one, dead sober. The only, probably the only dead sober person there. Yep. And I am dancing my heart out. The next day, I, I, I played uh, sports growing up. You okay. know, like, post, like, uh, like, for me, it was like post-football game. My whole body would just be wrecked. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I woke up the next day. I felt like that. My ankles hurt. <laughs> yeah. My knees, my lower back. I thought I blew out the right portion of my neck here. From screaming and like stuff. I could yeah. From like crumping. Yeah. And like, <laughs> <laughs> When's the last time you pop locked and dropped it for four hours? Am I right? <laughs> it was so that is so ridiculous. Good. And there's no rules. Like I had, so I got tossed a mesh bag of nips. Oh my gosh. Which I was like, wow, what, what a what a gentleman. Whoever yeah. did that. That was great. Ashley and I are up there. We tried a couple back. I, my dumbass, didn't realize there is, I think it's Jameson. Whatever the nip is that's always served in a glass bottle. Mm. I think it was Jamo. Uh so now I am redistributing nips to we built like this like the DJ that we built this like there's probably a couple hundred people behind the float also like just crumping their way yeah, down yeah. Broad Street. <laughs> And so I th I'm throwing nips out. They're all plastic. Not a big deal. Without even looking, I throw a nip. There's no one in that portion. It's glass. <laughs> oh, no. Land shatters, and it shatters all over a police officer's boots. No. And then he looks at me, and I look around, and I go, I look over my left shoulder yeah. to the crowd. I go, come on, guys. You yeah, can't be. Dude, it. come on. Love that. Improv skill. See, you yeah, got it. We, yeah, yeah, You exactly. got it. I was, and I was, I pointed to the officer. I'm like, oh. Idiots, man, right? <laughs> God, I was like, Get me up. the floats moving like one wheel turn it like turn per second. I was like, We're in front of that cop for so long, yeah. It's like the one time that the the parade slows yeah. down, right? Like, wow, the marching band decided to take a break yeah. here, really? Yeah, song three, let's go, guys, keep it moving. Freaking ridiculous, that's so great. Oh, yeah. Um, to conclude, I want you to channel your a little bit of acting here. I want to channel okay. your, your inner. What do you call that? Is it the New Englander? Like when you're getting in character? Yeah, my New Englander. We're going to do a just a just a classic rapid fire. Okay. I'll blow out some 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 Boston words. Okay. All you do is repeat it in your best New Englander accent. All right. Let's see what we do. It'll start. It'll, it'll volley for serve. It'll start easy. All right. Are we ready? Yes. Rapid fire. Chowder. Chowder. TD Garden. TD Garden. Bumper. Bumper. Muffler. Muffler. What do you call your flip-flops? My flops. <sighs> Duncan's order. Donkeys? Um, medium regular. <sighs> Ice regular. Always. Gloucester. Gloucester. <sighs> Harper. Oh, Harper. <sighs> there it is. We'll end there. That's yeah. good. <laughs> we always clip those because it's just a quick... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Back and forth. That's good. You have a great uh, New Englander accent. Thank you. That is very impressive. So I don't know if you know, there's this girl I follow. Her name's Ashley. And I just copy mm, everything oh, that she, she does. she sucks. <laughs> that girl. <laughs> that girl's the worst. That, is Tom Brady coming in here? Dude, right? it was no. cold. When I first, I my one of my first times going over her house was for, um, was it Christmas Eve or was it Thanksgiving? I think it was Thanksgiving. And I walk in there, and it is your classic East Boston. One, in East Boston, like culturally, no one moves out. So right. like picture your whole family and your grandparents staying in your childhood home, which is amazing. Everyone's there. 
Uncle Dino's upstairs. Yeah. <laughs> uh, people are smoking in the kitchen. Yeah. I was like, this has this place has no rules. And everyone talks like that. I was like, oh my God. I was like, this is absolutely insane. Right. I was like, so this isn't, I always, I was like, your accent's a little heavy. Yeah. And I was like, this must be some sort of like, even one-on-one. She'll say a word. She'll be like, uh, Carter, but it'll be like, Kata. And I'm like, it's just you and I. You can kind of cut yeah. out the whole <laughs> She gets off. But her whole family's like that. It's amazing. I'm like, this it's, is. It's, it is a very unique thing. Crazy. Add that to the list of unique things that New Englanders do. Yeah. And it's like so weird. You no meet ours. a bunch of people from, Sou- from Southie, nothing. And then yeah. you meet someone who are just, they're really happy. Like, um, you know, uh, um, no, uh, Never mind. Tommy, Tommy and Chad are from uh, Eastie. Those are Eastie guys. So. Yeah. So they, so they uh, Ashley, uh, they were, I think, a couple streets over from each other growing up. Oh, okay. So that's like the whole okay. East Boston community over there. You go over the tunnel, and once you get in East Boston, it's like, it might as well be a whole new world. Yeah. Might as well bring your passport, because yeah. you're not in, you know, yeah. I don't know where you are. It's but that's just, it's like you said, when they hate with the hate comments, that's that's how I know. When, yeah. I, when Eastie and Southie enter the chat, I'm like, oh, yeah. We're trending. Here we go. <laughs> and then you get a couple of uh, Charlestown folk. That oh, my are God. There. Yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah, we rob banks over here. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> I'm like, whoa, okay, the town. Take yeah. <laughs> it easy. Yeah. Yeah, everybody relax. And I've never met so like so many people who are so defensive of the fact that they're kind of like not speaking correctly. I'm like, right. Oh, that's a literacy. Like, not- aren't you guys all smoking marble reds? Yeah. Can we freaking cut the shit? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh my gosh. Unbelievable. I cannot thank you enough for coming on the show yeah. here. One more time. Let's plug up. Where can everybody find you? And then anything else you want to plug, whatever you're, you know. No, just uh, at Ian Brownhill, Ian.Brownhill on, on all social medias. And, and that's pretty much it. You know, if you come through, you watch the page, you enjoy it. Thank you for Love watching. It. I should, you know, so I appreciate the support always. Ian Brown. I don't know if I've met an Ian in person. It's a phenomenal name. <laughs> Fun fact for you. You are unique. You, you, yeah. <laughs> unbel- and unbelievably attractive. Let me tell oh you. I just, God. Stop it. Thank you so much for coming <laughs> on the show, man. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate yeah. it.